0: The grapple man soon may come To ramble, rant, and flap his gums One day when the grapplers scrum He'll talk about
1: the wrestling world Well, Priest got his boys and they gathered round They gambled picks from a site they found In hopes they'd hit their fists will pound Gamble, gamble, degenerates Alrighty folks, we're back with another episode of Gambling with the grappleman, Anti Priest. You'll be enjoying a billion CJ this week. And last week's winner, who I talked to earlier today, is conspicuous by his absence. Uh, had a hell of a week. Not only did he win by one point during the tiebreaker, uh, he had a parlay of locks as well. But he uh, is not joining us this week because Dino did pull off the victory. A nice bounce back week. Um, we'll see if we can get him involved here within the next couple of minutes. But if not, it's going to be a three-man show this week uh, with a full barn. Dino beat me by the tiebreaker. We were both 10-4 and four, yeah, four uh, going into show. Monday night. And uh, he got the win because of 53 points being closer to 55 than 49. Had we gotten to 52, it would have been real interesting because we both had our parlays. It's the first week in the history of gambling with a grab one where two people had hit their locks. Uh, we both had a pretty good week but dino gets the win by a point we'll take it bringing his overall record to 98 106 and four um as he still does have the worst record on the show cj Wait. been a rough stretch for you there brother you're 99 105 and four coming off a six and eight week That 500 marks starting to slip away from you what's what's going on lately <laughs> Well, I
2: was going to take the Rams last week, and I talked myself out of taking the Rams. So, therefore, I would have, you know, stayed right around 500, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm going back to this whole Dino met you for lunch thing, right? Yeah. And then earlier, we were talking about the bodies buried in your backyard. And now Dino wins. And I just figured maybe, you know, we're eliminating the competition. Is that, uh, is that what we got going on here? Yep.
1: Yeah. Um and no comment So speaking of 500 uh Billy, you had a nice 7 and 7 even Steven week there. Uh, I know you've got the goal to get to uh 60% um uh, but you're uh, 11193 and 4 on the year. Um not the week you've been looking for after having a nice stretch of wins. It is what it is. You take the good with the bad.
0: There I did I miss my parlay by one game.
1: I believe so. Yeah, I think it was Buffalo it was that got you. That
0: game was Buffalo, wasn't
1: it? Yeah.
0: Oh, that game pissed me off. That The ending to that <laughs> game really pissed me off. But
1: we'll get into it. Yeah, I'll run through the recap here in a minute, why it pissed you off. Um, I was 10-4. Another second-place finish, which just seems to be uh, my whole season. is always second place. Um, bringing my overall record to 108-96-4. So three games behind Billy for the overall season. Um, but I'll, I'll live with it. Uh, but I hit my second parlay. Billy also with two parlays. Uh, Billy with six wins. I have one win. CJ Drewman. Dino four wins. Um, so he's, 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 either uh, win of the week or losing the week. It seems if he ain't first. He's last the Ricky Bobby method for uh, old Dino over there. Um, <laughs> buried in the backyard. <laughs> well, you know, somebody has yeah. got to be last. Uh, hopefully we can get his picks this week, or we can find Dino. Now that he's might be a missing person at this point. Um, but yeah, looking at last week, really it was the four o'clock games that that turned the tide. Me, Billy, and Dino all had six wins going into four o'clock. Uh, I had Denver on an island. Dino had San Francisco on an island. Billy, you were on the Jets and the Bills. And neither of those islands came home as CJ was with the Chargers and Tampa with Dino and I as well. All of us had Green Bay come home. Um, and then all of us had Arizona that did not come home. But the Giants and Bills, Billy. Why the hell did New York screw you? Okay. The Bills game. Now, this is, this
0: is a gambling podcast. So, <clears throat> this kind of dives more into, like, the X's and O's, like, strategy, kind of, if you will.
3: Buffalo. What the fuck? What was that out of that middle linebacker? You let
0: Brashard Perry. He couldn't even make the Detroit Football Lions. (laughs) And the Detroit Football Lions have the worst wide receivers in, I mean, maybe league history. You let this dude walk right across your face. You don't get hands on him on him. You don't slow him up. You don't fucking reroute him. You don't do anything. You let him run right by you and he catches the ball and fucking runs for a touchdown. He, like nothing. What is that? That's high school that's high school J V football. What are we doing?
1: And if he was wearing the Honolulu blue like he was in the preseason, he probably would have dropped the ball.
0: You probably.
1: (laughs) They don't teach anybody how to tackle anymore. That's the whole thing.
2: Okay. They don't. Like, you know, it was all hit and rap back in my day. Hit and rap, hit and rap. You hit the tackle backs and you drive that motherfucker 10 yards and then you just keep going, right? Till they blow the whistle. Hit and rap, hit and rap. And if you don't do it, you fucking do it again. Now everybody wants the big hit. I'm going to knock your punk ass out. And then they fuck it all up and, you know, they want the big highlight. And they break their damn neck or their shoulder or some shit like that. Now can, a, now can I have a question?
0: Can oh, I have a question? Yeah, I don't. know. I just don't. I don't get it because Buffalo things are not okay in Buffalo, and that is just
1: it's an unacceptable way to lose a football game, if you ask me. Yeah. And you got uh, Josh Allen now in a walking boot after the game, which has to raise a lot of red flags if you're a Bills fan. Ooh. I mean, the division seemed to be theirs a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, they say I, it's turf.
2: From what I heard, it was something about turf toe today. And I'm just sitting there thinking, how the fuck are you in a walking boot with turf toe? Yeah, Yeah. you know how you avoid that? Maybe fucking get a running back that can carry the football. <laughs> yeah, instead you know, of running That's ball, not a bad idea. you your fucking yeah. big-ass quarterback getting 100 yards rushing for you.
1: Yeah, didn't I hear that they didn't have one handoff in the full first half? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't until the yeah, third quarter. It was all Josh Allen runs. Especially after you got your dog walked on Monday night, f- 45 carries against you. You yep. see firsthand how efficient the running game is. And you don't yep. decide to try it yourself? Things are not okay in Buffalo. And is this Brian Dable, the offensive coordinator, like a big head coaching candidate too? I He was. I mean, <laughs> this <laughs> <laughs> Like, Fair, like, I mean, I don't, know how, <laughs> see, I don't know how you can coordinate an offense without a running back touching a football for a whole half. <sighs> Anyhow, doesn't even about, matter who your running back's are. Yeah.
0: Look at the it's Lions similar. with Craig Netflix Reynolds.
1: Yeah, he had a decent game. Like, wow, mind-boggling. Yeah, I mean, speaking of the Lions... um, I mean, to me, it was as—I mean, once the news of Demarius Thomas passing away came out, um, I hammered Denver, doubled down on them. I knew it wasn't going to be pretty, and uh, they got smoked 38-10. to 10. They looked good the first half. Um, that second half, just once once it got blown wide open, uh, they, had, they had no chance of passing their way back into it. Um, but Denver— did what, did what a lot of teams haven't done this year with Detroit, um, and then just manhandle them and then like leave them leave them for dead as opposed to letting them come back. Uh, the Chargers and the Giants, uh, Chargers look damn good. They look damn good. They beat up a bad football team. and That's what you need to do this time of year. Uh, the other, other hell of a game, we talked about Tampa Bay and Buffalo being a hell of a game. The other game at the same time that went to overtime was Cincinnati and San Francisco. Um, That had a very dramatic finish in its own right with a hell of a touchdown there by Brandon Ayuk after Cincinnati kicked the field goal on their first possession of OT. You don't see that too often. I feel like an OT where the team kicks the field goal and another team bounces back with a touchdown.
3: San Fran is a team I would not want to play right now. I agree with that. They are starting to click on all cylinders.
1: And then uh, we go to Sunday Night Football, Green Bay and Chicago. Turns out to be a blowout. Chicago had the lead at halftime, which I sure as hell didn't see coming. Um, And I also didn't see 75 points being scored in this game. A December game at Lambeau Field, that has to be damn near a rarity. A December game at Lambeau Field, division rivalry. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. Crazy. Seventy five points. So many points scored. Um then Monday night, we were all on the, the Cardinals, the Rams. They looked damn good last night. Um and the the Cardinals just We'll see how they do this week. They got a nice bounce back game against the Lions, where they should get things back in order. Seems 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 always like the Lions are a good team for that when you got them on the schedule. Uh figure out whatever problems you had the previous week before. But the Rams, uh they controlled the line of scrimmage and that's how you win football games. Yeah, I watched the first half. Stafford made some good throws. Um,
0: Offense offense was humming, and their D-line looks like it's just – dude, if they get going, that D-line is the best in football.
1: Yeah, and Aaron Donald taking on three blockers and still blowing them up, putting one guy – seven yards into the backfield and the other two are off balance trying to catch. It's I don't know if I've ever seen that.
2: He got the sack. He got credited for the sack on that play. Like he didn't even touch. He didn't even touch him. He ran the offensive lineman back into him and got the fucking sack. Like how crazy is that shit? Yeah. And
1: and just all game, three guys were touching him and he, they couldn't stop him. Like, Three 300-pound grown-ass adult men, 900-plus pounds combined, that Aaron Donald just powering his way through. Insane. That's, there's no words for it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and the 1 o'clock games were pretty much all blowouts for one point. Baltimore crept back with a backdoor cover. Uh, I feel like uh, Dallas... Let Washington kind of slip back into things and make that interesting at the end. But Seattle thumped Houston. Atlanta was thumping Carolina. Uh, Tennessee and Jacksonville, that was a no-brainer. The Jets and Saints also blessed. You got to feel good about the Saints getting back on track there.
2: Well, you know, taste some Tebow, baby. Taste some Tebow. That's my guy for MVP, right? (laughs) Fucking Alvin Kamara made me laugh. So Taysom Tebow goes in, he starts running, and he's going into the end zone for a touchdown. He scores his touchdown. And when they interview Kamara after the game, he goes, I told this dumbass he should have slid. And I laughed at that because, you know, Taysom Tebow is a fucking rockhead. He's a goddamn caveman that's like, I run the football, run the ball. You know, that's all he does. He doesn't fuck. He can't throw for shit. He doesn't do anything else. He's a goddamn typical meathead that they think is, you know, second coming to Christ for some fucking reason. But regardless, it made me laugh because, you know, are like I told his dumbass to slide. I think it's like Gronk. If Gronk played quarterback, it'd be like Taysom fucking Tebow. You know? It'd be the same goddamn mentality. He's just like he just he just looks at somebody else and he's just like, where am I lining up? What am I doing? You know, I have Tom and Tom Tom Brady telling me how to you know, what I got to do here. I'm sure he just stands there behind the offensive line, and he asks who the fucking running back is, which is probably Alvin Kamara or fucking Mark Ingram, and they're like, Taysom, throw the ball. He's like, to who? Oh, fuck it, I'm going to run, because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. But that's all right. Taysom, t Nonetheless,
1: they blew the Jets out, took care of business, doing what needed to be done. Speaking of blots, Kansas City just thumped Vegas. Uh, Vegas it was came always out. the Chiefs. I mean, Vegas came out it was and, like, the, Chiefs. the defense stands on the logo. Kansas City claims they didn't see it, and that didn't matter. But the offense, they needed to stand on the logo or something because they, they couldn't hang on to the football in the first quarter. It was three fumbles in the first quarter. just turnover city, and, yeah, the Chiefs <laughs> looking like the Chiefs all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm curious to see how Thursday night plays out. Speaking of Thursday night, had a hell of a Thursday night finish. It was a, another game that started out as a blowout. Minnesota was all over the Steelers. Uh, Steelers crept back into it, made things interesting, came down to the last play of the game. Uh, but Minnesota hung on to the win there. Uh, but we'll take it to this Thursday night. And uh, does anybody want to talk for any further about last week? Nope. No, as mentioned, Dino had his locks at Dallas, Seattle, Tampa, Green Bay, my locks at Tampa, Atlanta, Tennessee, and New Orleans came home. Uh, Billy missed his with Buffalo. CJ's locks were New Orleans and Green Bay with the victories, and then football team and Lions did not come home for Siege. But Thursday night, as mentioned, the Chiefs laying three points, and they're traveling to Los Angeles and taking on the Chargers on Thursday night with Dino not not here this week and I don't have his picks, um because this was this is a little bit of a surprise. Uh, I yeah. guess I I That's guess fine, I will yeah. pick I guess I will I'll pick first since I was in second place I won't defer we'll just pick and go this way. Uh, Chiefs minus three at the Chargers I feel like on a short week I'll take the Chiefs. I think this is the first time I've taken the Chiefs all year because they hadn't covered until recently. And uh, both teams coming off a high, very impressive wins. Um, I think the Chiefs win this game um, and feels it could be a push. But if they're going to win, I think the this is a week where the Chargers have been more yo-yo uh, than the Chiefs. So, Billy, what you got here?
3: So I saw a little rumor. I don't know if it's true or not, that
0: Chris Jones is out for Thursday. If that is true, I'm going to take the Chargers. And if it is true, I would anticipate the line going down. Um, if he plays, though, I do like Kansas City. But for uh, pocket for pod purposes, I guess I'll take the Chargers.
1: Yeah, Chris Jones is in COVID protocol. So does does that mean he's out? It he, he doesn't say. just he says he's in COVID mm-hmm. protocol. Yeah, I'll take the charges then.
0: I, I would assume that that means he can't play.
1: Yeah, it says he. It says he may miss the game. He could. He couldn't play if he did you know, So. Oh. I mean, who knows? we'll find out Thursday. Game time right. decision. Uh, CJ, who do
2: you got here? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't care if Chris Jones plays or not. The way Kansas City's playing right now and has over the past month or so, um, been pretty good.
1: I am gonna go with Kansas City. All right, and we don't have Dino's pick. It's the first time we don't have a pick. All right. I'll we'll probably Let's get them, up for them. Let's just pick one. <laughs> Let's all do paper, rock scissors. We'll do what we did last year when people missed, and I'll have them send them in. Um, we go to Saturday football. Billy, you got the first Saturday game here. It's Vegas getting three points at Cleveland. <sighs> this line has dropped significantly. What is it? It's three. Vegas is getting three at Cleveland. It was five and a half yesterday. Okay. Um, I'm taking Cleveland. Who are you
3: taking? I'm taking Cleveland. There's just no way. I can't, I can't talk
0: myself into taking the Raiders. There's no way.
1: Yeah, I'm assuming the line dropped because on Monday – uh afternoon it was reported that eight browns had covid. So I think uh-huh. that's
2: which eight browns <laughs>
1: I think that's what's what, what caused the two and a half point drop. But who knows by Saturday what it'll be. CJ, who do you got here?
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a bad weather game. It's in Cleveland, you know. I don't know what the weather's supposed to be like but it's fucking in Cleveland. Uh, you know the Raiders playing a dome now, and they haven't looked very good. So we're going to Cleveland.
1: Yeah, I'm with you guys. I'm also on Cleveland. Um, being Saturday, uh, the the weather here Saturday, we're not far from Cleveland, is uh, supposed to be like low 40s and rainy. So I can't imagine it being much different in Cleveland. It uh, could be a rainy, ugly game Saturday afternoon, um, and I agree. I think that the Cleveland is built for bad weather. The Raiders are not. They're up and down the field, pass it around, sling it around, team, and Cleveland has a couple of pretty good running backs and some big old hosses up front that will move people. I'll lay the three. Uh, we go to Saturday night, which might be the best game of the week. Uh, we have the New England Patriots getting Road dogs here, two and a half points, and they're traveling to Indianapolis as they take on the Colts. CJ, what are you thinking here?
2: Well, it's an interesting game to me because you can run on the Patriots. I saw that when the Titans ran on. What, two, three weeks ago, whenever the hell they played them? If the Colts run the ball... With Jonathan Taylor, they can definitely win this game without a doubt. As much as I want to take the Patriots because I have no faith in the Colts because they're up their fucking roller coaster ride, I'm taking the Colts. I think they can win by a field goal.
1: This is a tough game. I agree. I have a hard time with the way New England has played lately. Um to with them being an underdog, anytime Bill Belichick's getting points, it's hard to it's hard to not take them. Um I think both teams have been probably the hottest two teams in the I mean them and the Chiefs, uh really the three hottest teams in the AFC. They've all looked really good lately. Um and I just think New England finds a way getting two and a half points. They keep it close. Uh, I will be watching this if it hits three, which I highly doubt it will. I feel like the line will go the other way. But I'll probably take New England here. Um, just two and a half a half's not a lot, but it, it can be enough sometimes. Billy, what are you thinking? I
3: love this game just from a football standpoint. But I also love the Colts. Like Dino said, they'll be able to run the ball.
0: I I don't think that Mac Jones has seen a defense that is as fast and as good as Indy. And I just, man, I don't know. I have a tough time thinking that New England's going to be able to run the ball on in Indy too. I just... I I I kind of think Indy's going to fucking put a beat down on, on New England. Um, so give me the Colts.
1: All right. Also interesting, both teams coming off a bye here, which that doesn't have, seem to happen very often um, for big games like this at the end of the season. All right, we go to the Sunday slate. Washington getting five at Philadelphia. Philadelphia coming off a bye. Uh, Washington has a lot of injuries coming out of the game with Dallas. It's a division game uh, with playoff implications. Both these teams, I believe Washington right now holds the final wild card spot. Philly with the exact same record, though, on the outside looking in. I think Philly wins the game, but I think they might win by three. I think Washington's good enough to keep it close, whether it's Heineke or Kyle Allen. I think Kyle Allen... Uh, is good enough with the Ron Rivera, uh, you know, with his coaching, to keep it close enough in this divisional game. Billy, what do you think of?
0: I would like to know who's playing quarterback for Philly. Um, you know, I think I said last week, like, you know, Gardner Minshew's good for a start, maybe two. I and I just wouldn't be willing to trust him. If he's starting, but if Hertz is playing, I would probably lean Philly here. Um, and I have no idea if he's playing or not.
3: So I I'm gonna take Philly. All
1: right, I'm trying to pull that up for us right now though to, to know. It just says Hertz is. It just says Hurts is like questionable and Yeah. So we don't know who's yeah, playing quarterback for either team. We don't know who's playing that's quarterback for <laughs> See they're gonna be there's gonna there's four guys that all could be playing in this game at quarterback. You could have either Kyle Allen or uh or Heineke, most likely Kyle Allen. Or you could have Hertz and Minshew for Philly. It's pointing towards Hertz. I feel like you're going to get Hertz and 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 Allen here. Just, but could be way off and wrong there. CJ, where are you going with this one?
2: Yeah, it's a tough pick. It's a tough game. Just because it's a divisional game. And at both times, man, you can sit there and see, oh, Philly's got it clicking. Same thing with Washington. Like Washington's defense was playing better. With You know, without Chase Young, and then they got, I forget who the fuck else, somebody got popped with a COVID test. I don't know, I'm going with the home team, we're going Philly. All right.
1: All right, Billy, we're going to uh team we talked a lot about at the top of the pot. Uh, we've got the Carolina Panthers getting ten and a half points, and they're going up to Buffalo, taking on them Bills. I am so pissed at both both of these
0: teams. Like I, I don't even this is I don't even want to pick this game. Like Carolina, I mean they look so good to start the year and they have just fallen off a cliff hard. Buffalo, some weeks they look like Super Bowl contenders, and then other weeks they just look. Like, a totally different football team. And I... I'll I'll take Buffalo on the up-down theory. Hopefully they bounce back.
3: DJ.
2: It's another tough pick, just for the simple fact that I don't know how fucked up Josh Allen is. Josh Allen is that whole Buffalo team. I'm not saying Carolina is, you know, a world beater by any stretch of the imagination. But Mitch Trubisky is the backup in Buffalo. Can Mitch Trubisky beat the Carolina Panthers by ten and a half points? Yeah, fuck it. Give me Buffalo.
1: <laughs> We're all going to be on Buffalo here. I have no faith in Carolina. When they, took camp. when they took Cam, brought Cam Newton in, it was just, I know I said it on here that I don't think it's going to make a difference. I don't think the problem Sam Darnold. I don't think Cam Newton is the solution. We're still seeing that. And P.J. Walker is giving them their better chance to win. They brought, the team rallied around him um, against Atlanta. Like, I, I don't know. There's there's a problem in Carolina. could be coming down to the the coaching. Maybe Matt Rule is a uh, bit off more than he can shoot as coach. But I feel like this is a game, whether Josh Allen plays or Mitch Trubisky plays, I feel like Buffalo actually probably has a better chance of having a more uh, balanced offense if Trubisky plays. Um, they might run the ball more. Uh, without, I mean, he's a good running quarterback himself. He's deceptively fast, but... Might be one of those things where they actually play a balanced offense and they have better weapons. Uh, Carolina does have good corners, but I just feel like that team's kind of given up. Um, they're still in the hunt somehow, but this is a game where Buffalo's lost two in a row. They got they played pretty good against Tampa. I mean, it took them to overtime, and this is a game where they're going to they're gonna have to throttle them. Um, so I'm on Buffalo as well. It's a lot of points. Ten and a half is a fuck ton of points, but... I gotta take Buffalo. Um, CJ. We'll stick in New York. Well actually we'll stick with the New York teams and we'll take the Jets here. As they're getting eight and a half points, but they're traveling down to Miami.
2: Yeah, they better get in the fucking pool and turn the goddamn heat on. <laughs> they're going down to that humid fucking Miami. Miami has been playing really good football. Past what five or six weeks, I Tua seems to be coming on. I don't know what they're going to do with him at quarterback. And the Jets are a fucking shit show. They always have been. You know, the goddamn lesbian Zach Wilson. You know, is is is, is fucking terrible. He's not at. He's not what fucking everybody thought that he was going to be. You know, he's not anything special. And uh Miami's coming along. I'm going. I'm going Dolphins here. Although I think they got off, you know, some running backs that are out with the COVID last I saw yesterday. I don't know yet today, but I don't think that matters.
1: Yeah, I th- the only thing that concerns me here is, uh, is coming out of the bye. I think Miami's going to win this game. Eight and a half points is a lot for a divisional game. I know the Jets suck. Uh, Miami should have no problem covering that. However, Miami coming off a bye, it feels like, some teams have started out slow uh, coming off a of bye. Um, not every team, but some teams do. And I feel like Miami is the type of team, the way they're built, is they're, they're going to come out a little bit sluggish. I can see the Jets having an early lead here, and then Miami taking it back and, and just owning the game. But 8.5 points is a lot. And uh, for a divisional game, I, I really – it makes me want to take the Jets because I feel like everybody and their mother is going to be on Miami and Miami wins by a touchdown and that – or wins by eight and that hook fucks people. My heart says Miami, my brain says the Jets, so give me the fucking Jets. Billy. Billy.
0: Yeah, you're a better man than me. That's probably the right play, but there is no way in hell I'm taking the Jets. Um, and Yeah, my uh, Tua is coming along rather nicely. And I have heard a lot of people ripping, like, some of the rookie quarterbacks this year. And it blows my mind that, A, people just aren't patient with young quarterbacks. But we've already talked about that, now. and b how come nobody talks about Trevor Lawrence sucking because he looks
1: like dog shit. I think they talk they don't talk about it is because of urban Meyer grabs all the headlines I mean, out of jacksonville i
0: I give him that situation is pretty fucked up, but he <laughs> he does not look like he he does not look like he everything that he was. Supposed to be.
2: No, no. He's done yeah. a lot of picks, and he just doesn't fucking. He doesn't look ready. Now I don't know if it's because it's the disarray in the locker room. You know, if Urban Meyer is just like, "What the fuck's wrong with you, sunshine? Why can't you just, you know, fucking throw to, you know, throw the ball to him? Why the fuck not? What's wrong with you? You fucking loser. I'm right, a winner."
0: That's the thing, a like. They get rid of Uncle Herb, and fucking somebody goes in there next year. He could look like a. You know, like like he was supposed to,
1: but yeah, yeah, yeah. The first first half of his rookie season. Oh boy. Yeah, to your well, to your point too. Like no one's patient with the encore and Peyton Manning. think still holds the record. Well, no, Jameis broke it. Peyton Manning held the record for interceptions as, as a season, and it was his rookie year. He had like 24 picks that he threw. He didn't come out as a world beater. <laughs> You know
0: what's funny, too? I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I almost wrote these stats down. They did a player A and a player B, and player A's stats were better, like completion, percentage, yardage, touchdown, interception ratio, and it was like through their first 17 games, player A was Tua, and player B was Kyler Murray, and he won the rookie of the year. Like, man this fucking kid's been hated on his entire n f l career so far, and his first seventeen games has been better than this kid that everybody's just fucking worshiping
1: yeah, it's very fair no, Miami has played really well um i they've i've been good- i've been in Miami a lot this year I feel like it's paid off. I have not picked the jets this is the first time I've picked the jets, and I'm probably gonna regret it but um but, yeah, and, I, and that's the same thing with Zach Wilson. I know CJ was just burying and Zach Wilson, but we don't know what he's going to be. You almost have to give a quarterback at least two – you have to give a quarterback, I think, year three. First year, it's just getting experience. Either second year, you need to see the progression and see that there's there's hope. And then year three, it is either, yep, yeah, this is our guy, or we're going to be a good, good career backup. This so, is our guy. It'll be a good career backup. Or – He'll be out of the league because he's ran out of town and got the stigma. So so question what happens when you look like an absolute legend
0: in year three and then in year four you look nothing like you did in year three. You look like you did in year one and two. What happens then?
1: That Baker? It's Josh Allen. Josh Josh Allen's yeah, he's the other one that was coming to mind. Yeah. I mean Josh Allen and um yeah, it's going to be tough. That's why they get that fifth-year option. That's why people take a quarterback in the first round.
2: Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. It's all about, like, those top, what, five five picks. You know, when you're a quarterback, you're going to a shit team. And how many of them actually pan out? Like, how many of these fucking teams build around that quarterback? You know? It's well, like, God. okay, Dude, Kyler Murray, Baker's right? Gonna be gone. You know? And I don't think... And Baker's not that bad. He's decent. You know what I mean? No, but he's, he's doing what they are asking him to such do. Yeah. Move. Yeah. That would be such a Cleveland move. Yeah. That would be such a Cleveland move. That's why That's why them and the Detroit fucking Lions are the worst two franchises in the history of the NFL. You know? Well, you look I'll at give like you the that.
0: Lions credit, though. At least they found a competent quarterback. Couldn't win a big game, but he was competent. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Cleveland. Cleveland has been searching for fifty years for a quarterback, and then they finally got yeah. him, and they're gonna fucking kick him out of town because o- everybody
2: loves OBJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just you know, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's fucked up. And I mean, Baker's, Baker's a walking goddamn mash unit. You know, he's a fucking, you know, his knees are fucked up, his shoulders are fucked up. I mean, he's beat to shit, but he's playing the position because they've got that hell of a running game and that straight, you know, that good offensive line, and their defense is decent. So it's just kind of like you know the ground and pound game is what they're doing. So asking you not to turn the ball over, you know.
1: And Baker's a star. Like those progressive, yeah. progressive the progressive commercials he does are great. Yeah, he's, he's very entertaining in those. So cool. it's, it's good he's likeable commercials. It's, it's yeah. very likable court. Like he comes across, and you're Cleveland. Like that's a guy. Oh yeah. That, like, can move tickets for you. Like, he's a legitimate star in the league. You don't see, like, if you look at quarterbacks, not many are getting national commercials like that.
0: He would look very good in the Honolulu blue and silver.
2: Well, I was thinking, you know, maybe, maybe he went down to that black and gold down there in, you know, Cajun country. I was thinking that. But then, you know, you hear some shit about Russell Wilson – He's not going to veto some teams, right? About uh, the Saints were one, the Giants were one, and the Broncos was another one. So it's kind of like, you know. But I don't know. And it's interesting when you look at all the quarterbacks the Cleveland Browns have had since they've come back to fucking Cleveland. You know, there's like 25 fucking quarterbacks that they've had. And you're just like, what the fuck, man? You know, like. I don't know. And Kelly Holcomb was the only other one of them that took him to the playoffs, fucking seventeen goddamn years ago. You know, like, yeah, that. that's the
1: thing. They they won a playoff game last year. the Team by all, you know, like you got it. Yeah, if you're having a down year this year, you can't put it on Baker. I, I think I think Baker does a does a lot well. Um, I I know I believe uh I believe it was today. It might have been another week, but I think it was today where um. Aaron Rodgers said Baker Mayfield might have the best like ball skills, and uh, he's play action like he's as good as anybody he's ever seen, and that's
2: to uh, Alex Van Pelt.
1: Yeah, who who was his guy,
2: you know, for a while up there in Green Bay.
1: Yeah, so I mean that's a that's a anytime you get a a a quarterback a high level quarterback respecting another high level quarterback, you know that that's got to say something for him. but yeah, there, there, there's a lot of talk this season about off season seeing a lot of major quarterbacks in different markets, and you know I think it's easy to put Russ in New Orleans and Rodgers in Pittsburgh, and you, know, you see them out there the the photoshops of the guys in the other jerseys. <coughs> turning around <coughs> and you've and seen Deshaun guys in Jets jerseys. Speaking of Zach Wilson in Miami with Tua and Zach Wilson is how we got onto this conversation. You see Deshaun Watson photoshopped with Miami jerseys and. And uh, I forgot who's the guy they keep putting with the Jets. And it might be Baker in New York with the Jets. These are the Giants or the Jets they keep putting Baker with. And you're like, what the hell? Like, why are we doing this? You got Zach Wilson. He's a rookie. He's the guy you're building around.
2: Because there's no patience.
1: I
0: mean, bring it up. Bring it up. Because that means that somebody's going to give up on a young quarterback. And you know who's going to be able to pick up one of them young quarterbacks? The Detroit football Lions.
2: Now, I heard something today. Somebody was talking about Derek Carr might be out of out of fucking out of you know out of the Raiders, and I was like, hell, that's a fucking that's a decent pickup for somebody because Carr is, what seven or eight years in the league. He's in the prime of his career, and he's not bad. You know, he's not terrible by any stretch of the imagination. And I mean, if he went to the fucking Lions, you know, they'd have to Wait, trade.
1: To me, Derek Carr. Stafford, cousins, they're all kind of like in that that like second third tier kind of guys, like all in that second tier. Carr, cousins, Stafford. Like they're you all in that same group, you want that guy Tannehill you know,
0: to because you're gonna have a young guy coming in, not in this draft, but probably the next draft. You know, you're gonna have a young quarterback and so you're gonna want one of those you know, do unless you, think, you can land one of the young ones that somebody's going to give up on, yeah. then you don't have to worry
2: about it. Do you think if Kenny Pickett is still there with the Lions, first a uh, second first-round pick, do you think they draft
1: him? They'll take. A, I feel like they're going to take a quarterback there because of the fifth-year option. I, I would like them to go defensive end and wide receiver with their first two picks. But I think they're going to take a quarterback with that second pick. I'd like them to go defensive end, defensive end. I wouldn't mind that either. But Or a
0: linebacker. They need a linebacker. Or a linebacker. I, I don't like taking a quarterback, me personally, with the second it's, first round pick. Like, it's the it's quarterback, because, they're all okay. Hear me out. Yeah, they're not. Right. They're not. With, when you take a quarterback with your second first round pick, you're taking, what, the fourth, fifth best quarterback? In this when, draft, you had, maybe. when you had the <laughs> first pick and you could have had your pick of the best one.
2: Yeah. But you've got quarterbacks that are in it, and are any of them worthy of a number like, one overall pick?
0: I would say no. So then I would just cross quarterback off the board completely. Yeah. Personally. I, I think
1: Goff's good enough for another year. But
2: we're year. thinking Detroit yeah. Lions fucking football, you know, like
1: yeah, I don't. I pick, just pick if I have one. two first
0: round oh. picks, like I would want to address that with my first one. And if I can't take the best one there, I don't want the fifth one, the fifth best one, twenty spots later. Yeah, know, seems if, like a waste. If that many go, do you think that many go? Yeah, because teams are dumb. Like kid, dude, somebody's gonna take that kid from Mississippi, Matt Corral. He's not an NFL quarterback. He's no. a single read. He's Shea Patterson. He's a single read, and if his read's not there, he just tucks and runs. Yeah. You know, yeah. Kenny Pickett.
1: I don't. I haven't watched enough pick games to know.
2: No, I don't know shit about him. Four years,
1: four year starter for a AAC school or A C C. You know, he, it's. I don't and like dude. If Kenny Pickett was going in the draft
0: last year, he doesn't go till fourth sixth or fifth round. Right, yeah. so I'm not taking him with the second first round pick, you know. Yeah, but well, that's the us. One, so. The one, if he was there in the second round,
1: I would take a flyer on the kid from North Carolina. How? See, there a lot of people have him go into the Lions at the end of the, with their second first round pick. And the only reason people have them taking a quarterback in the first round is because uh, yeah, of that fifth-year option. option. Yeah, yeah, I get it, but it's, I don't know. I. I
0: personally would just punt. I'd go fucking defense, defense, defense. Yeah, I don't blame
1: you. Yeah,
2: yeah. Pick up, unless, because I don't even think there's really any yeah. fucking superstar wide receivers coming out of this draft. I think
1: no, it's no, more... there'll be some. There'll be some combine freak. There's a
2: deep
1: shot off the boards. There'll be a combine freak receiver. It's like a
2: lot of people are saying that kid from, uh, what's his name, Ojabo, Ojibo from Michigan, the linebacker. A lot of people are like, once he runs that 40 in the in the fucking combine, hey, the people are going to be all over that kid. Hey, he's end, right? like,
1: to draft him
2: number
1: one? He'll be a top-ten pick. Him and Hutchins still both going to the top ten.
0: Yeah. But unless back on track fucking, here. I was going to say, unless the draft goes completely off the rails like
1: the pod has. <laughs> Uh, So who picked first there? I hit the Jets. Billy picked last with Miami, so that was CJ picking first with Miami. All right, so Dallas, minus 10.5 at the Giants. The Giants are a dumpster fire. It's a divisional game. It's more than two, you know, it's 10.5 points, which I don't like. Um, I don't know if the Giants are getting healthier or what. What? They did they they almost crept back into it with the Chargers. Still lost by sixteen, but those <laughs> those, those big leads with the backdoor covers scare the shit out of me when it's a 10 a half point divisional game. I mean, look what Dallas did with Washington. I think Washington's better than the Giants. I'll I'll take Dallas here. Even though by Sunday I might be betting Giants. I'll take Dallas right now though. Billy. I'm going to take Dallas. And even come
0: Sunday, I won't be betting the Giants because there's no way I'm going to bet the Giants because they fucking suck. <laughs>
1: All right, CJ.
2: Well, I'm still not sold on the Dallas Cowboys being a Super Bowl team. Everybody's got this heart on for fucking Micah Parsons and he's the like next coming of goddamn Lawrence Taylor and blah, 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 blah. Granted, he's pretty good as a rookie. And I heard somebody sit there and say yesterday, I forget who the fuck I was watching or listening to. But they were like, and fuck, he's good now and he doesn't even know what the fuck he's doing. And then they had to backtrack it and rephrase it and be like, well, I don't know that he doesn't know what he's doing, but he's a rookie. And, you know, once he figures out how the game is played, then, you know, he's going to just get so much better. But the thing for me with the Cowboys is the offense. You know, it's up and down. You know, they want to run with Zeke, and Zeke can't run. And then they throw with Zach back. And, you know, Dak had a couple of picks in this last game. But the Giants are probably going to play Mike Lennon. And uh, Danny Dimes has, you know, pretty much got a broken fucking neck. And uh, we're just going to pick the Cowboys just because I don't think that uh, the Giants will keep it close at all. Yeah,
1: not, I mean, the thing with Micah Parsons is he might not – I feel like he's a lock for Defensive Rookie of the Year, but uh, he might be the Defensive Player of the Year with the stats he's putting up. It's it's, it's uh, He's in the argument. Uh, so, Billy, we go to the next game here, which is – to me, this is one of the toughest games of the week to pick, but my, I might be the only one here. Tennessee, minus one and a half at Pittsburgh. Oh.
0: Yeah, that is a ball breaker. These are like very identical teams. In a sense, in another sense they're like total fucking polar opposites. I in in this situation, I'm going to take the better defense, so give me Pittsburgh.
2: All right, DJ. Yeah, I don't know. I went back and forth on this one a lot. Because on one hand, I think Tennessee <clears throat> can win, you know, by two points or a field goal. But then in the same sense, <coughs> everybody's like, Big Ben is done. Big Ben sucks. Big Ben's this. But yet Pittsburgh comes back in every fucking game. And they make it all close. And, I mean, it's got playoff implications for both teams, you know? It's like if Tennessee loses this game and the Colts win, that's a tie for first place. I mean, Tennessee will still have it outright just for the simple fact that they beat the Colts twice, you know? But Pittsburgh's fighting for their playoff life just to get into it. I don't know i' I'm picking Titans here, but I don't know it could go either way,
1: yeah, um like I like I said as well to me this is uh about as tough as it gets I mean Pittsburgh playing on on Thursday with Minnesota they've got the longer rests they're coming in Tennessee though just played Jacksonville, and it was like a walk in the park for them oh, um. They-
2: they only scored 20 points, but they shut them
1: out, so it's like yeah. it's it's only one and a half points, um, which obviously Vegas looks at it the same way do we do, and you know, the the people are going to move the line, like wherever the money goes is what's going to move the line, and um, might as well be a pick 'em, but I, I think I'll take the Steelers at home, um. This feels like a game where it comes down to a last play, and I'll take the home team in that situation. The home dog I'll definitely take. Uh, Here you go, Billy. Here is – oh, you picked first that one. So you get to pick last here on the official who gives a shit game of the week. CJ, you get to pick first. Is it Houston? Getting three and a half points at Jacksonville.
2: Now this is a classic fucking barn burner. This is going to be the greatest fucking football game on Sunday. Because you got a bunch of losers in Jacksonville, except for Uncle Urban. He's a winner. Everybody else, fucking losers. Even
1: Trevor Lawrence, who won two national championships.
2: No, no, no. Fucking loser. Big time loser. I don't know how many national championships Urban won. Three? We'll say three. Two
3: or three. Because he had so guys.
2: much to do with all those. But, you know. He's not fingering. He's not fingering the old, the old, uh, you know, girl on the dance floor there. He's not, he's not. Uh, you know, playing with the old starfish. But, uh, I don't fucking know who to take in this game, man. It's it's honestly a it's a toss up. It's like does Jacksonville show up and beat up the shitty, the, in my opinion, the worst roster in the fucking league with the Houston Texans? Yeah, give me the home team because I don't know. Give me Jacksonville.
1: They Houston. And it's simply two reasons. Um. Jacksonville losing, um, Jacks, Jacksonville losing puts the Lions in a tougher spot, uh, I think, to uh, to hold on to that number one pick, and they could they could lose it to Jacksonville if they win another game. Houston's a team that seems to be rallying behind their coach, or Jacksonville's a team that's turning on their coach. Well, Marvin Jones, who we have saw here a lot in Detroit, a, a, a very, like, Humble, respectful guy, when he's breaking media headlines for getting into an argument with Urban Meyer, like that is a broken place where he's the, the veteran leader who's got to step up. And I mean, the guy is like a very religious gospel man. He sings in his church choir and tried out for American Idol, and it's like just a very wholesome individual. And Urban so- Meyer is a fucking scumbag maniac <laughs> for him. For them to be at odds, if the veteran leadership on that team is at odds with the coaching staff, that is not a good sign. And they're home favorites. And this just feels like Davis Mills, who's actually is a rookie quarterback. He's looked bad at times, but he's looked okay at other times. And he'll never be a starter. He's a career backup. But as a third-round pick, take the reps while you can get him, kid. And I think he can pull his win off. Give me the Texans.
2: All I gotta say is if Marvin Jones is getting into some fucking you know verbal conversation back and forth with with Uncle Urban, Urban had Aaron Hernandez on that football team. You still think that motherfucker don't have some thugs hanging out around there? You still don't think he's got some of those motherfuckers that can put that hit on him and he just be like I was at the chop house playing with the starfish. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what Marvin Jones has an issue with. He don't play with the starfish. You know, people are weird like that. They don't like that kind of shit. But Uncle Urban, he's a sick freak, man. He'll do whatever in public yet. He probably wears a gimp suit and shit. It's probably what he coaches in. Stands there. <laughs> stands there and walks in with the whole leather fucking gag ball thing and just stands there in front of the team and, you know, tries to say a bunch of crazy shit to people and, you know... He's just
1: like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see me at the Chop House, boys? This could be the game that kills him. Billy. Jealous, sir. Hey.
0: I'm literally sitting here thinking this game is so bad, not even CJ could offend it. And then that happens. <laughs> uh, Houston. That's it. That's
1: all I'm going to say. Yeah.
2: Is it is it Houston? We have a problem.
1: In a close second for a Who Gives a Shit Game of the Week. Uh Arizona laying thirteen and a half. They're coming here to Detroit. This feels like a game that Detroit covers. Here Arizona's a very good team. I mean, they're not gonna win. Thirteen and a half points is so many fucking points. Um I'm going to take, all that being said, I'm going to take Arizona. I know Detroit's been very good against the spread, but I, I don't know how healthy Detroit is. And Arizona coming off a loss going to want to make a statement, but I can feel backdoor cover here. Billy, what are you thinking?
0: I'm going to take the Detroit uh, football Lions. All right. I it, I think it's going to be a backdoor cover.
3: Um, I Arizona plays next Saturday, so
0: I could see them getting to about a 10 to 13 point lead and then just pulling off the gas pedal. The Lions should be getting some guys back too, so they should have more of a punch. I mean, Take that for what it is because even the fucking guys that are coming back are bad. But I. 13 and a There'll half. There'll be a
1: fourth pound conversion on their own side of the 30. They don't convert. Right. <laughs> that happens every week. <laughs> this,
0: 13 and a half is a lot of points. The team is on a short week. They're flying up here and they play on Saturday next week.
1: I'm going to take the Lions. I. I have respect it, CJ. Yeah, you know. Um,
2: it's tough for me because you, everything says pick Arizona, right? Fucking Arizona's going to blow them out. They just got <laughs> murdered fucking, you know, Broncos. But in the same sense, you're looking at it and you're like, Detroit's still playing for Motor City Dan Campbell. They could fuck Kyler Murray up, you know? You never know. I don't think they're going to win, but I don't think Arizona's going to win by 14 points either. I think it's going to be... Uh, I think I'm think i going to take the Lions to cover.
1: That is probably the... I can see that happening. Um, another game that is... Uh, an interesting spread where I'm coming from here. It's good that you're kicking this one off, Billy. You might see it from a different angle than I do. Atlanta getting nine and a half points at San Francisco. Wow, that seems like a trap.
0: <clears throat> um, Atlanta has been playing better. But so has San Fran. Atlanta burns my ass anytime I take them. And anytime I don't, it's the same damn thing with the 49ers. So I'll put it to you like this. If this helps you pick out, I'm going to take the 49ers just because I think they are a way better football team. And they are humming at the right time. This is also
3: a low-key revenge game for Kyle Shanahan. Okay. Okay.
1: DJ.
2: Yeah. uh, Fuck the Dirty Birds and fuck the 49ers. Although I think the 49ers are a better team than Atlanta, I am gonna go with the 49ers.
1: I just think that I think. I mean, Atlanta's still fighting for a playoff spot. Nine and a half points is so many points. I think San Francisco wins. I don't think they cover, though. I've got to take Atlanta here. Um, you guys were both on San Francisco, right? I didn't put one in for you, CJ. You're on San Fran?
2: Yeah, I'm on San Fran. Did you not okay. fucking me? clean the shit out of your ears?
1: I put I put A-S, and that doesn't mean anything. So it's like, what the hell did I put an A for? I you're an yeah. asshole.
2: I wasn't picking Urban Meyer there. There's no fucking Urban Meyer pick on that game.
1: All right. Um Another interesting game coming up here, CJ. We've got Cincinnati on the road getting one and a half at Denver.
2: Yeah, this is a tough game for me. Because you know you weigh your pros and cons with it, right? And Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Teddy Two Gloves, but Denver has a better defense than Cincinnati does. One point is it's a pick 'em game, you know, and it's in Mile High. I'm going with the home team, and I'm going, uh, I'm going with Denver.
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be a, obviously, a Vegas thing, so too. I it's going to be a close game. Um, <clears throat> it's a coin toss game for me. I just feel like the way Cincinnati lost last week, um, I think they're going to start out slow, but I think they're going to win this game. Um, Denver just came off a big emotional blowout win. I think Cincinnati is a much better team than the Lions. It should be a close one. I'll take the Bengals. I think it goes either way. Billy.
0: Yeah, this is kinda tough. I I agree. I think since he's the better football
3: team, but when you factor in the heartbreaking loss Sunday. Could
0: they're they're young. Could that be the loss that kinda breaks them? You know, here at the end of the year. I don't and I think Denver is actually If they had a quarterback, I think they would be – I think they're a Super Bowl contender if they have a quarterback.
1: You don't think Teddy Bridgewater can get him there? I do not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I actually think if Aaron Rodgers went to Denver next year, they're winning it all. Wow.
1: Um, I mean, I agree with him. I mean, I think Teddy Bridgewater is a solid starter. It's, um, it's nothing against, like, he's,
0: he'd be perfect for the fucking Lions. You know, like, he's just the guy to just play football. He's not going to win you any divisions. He's not going to get you to the playoffs. He'll just get you through some games. I'm, it's, that's not, I'm not trying to say that. I, that probably sounds condescending. But, <laughs> like, he's he's a, he's a he's a backup quarterback is what he is. I can start some games to me anyway,
3: he's, but I think anyway,
0: I'm going to take, I'm going to take Cincy here, hoping they bounce back. You know, I, that scares me that heartbreaking loss and traveling out to Denver,
3: but I'm going to take Cincy. All
1: right. I like Teddy Bridgewater. I think, uh, I think he's a good fit there. I think Carolina would be doing better if they hit, if they ran with him for this full season. Um, I don't disagree with that.
2: What were they last year? Didn't they go like seven and nine with him as a quarterback and no fucking Christian McCaffrey?
1: Yeah. I mean I think he's a he's a guy like that's he's not gonna it's decent He's not gonna take the top off. He of won't defense. take you over the top. But I think he's smart with the football, he's ac he's pretty accurate and you know he's had enough athleticism to to make to make plays. He's not a big, like he's not fast by any means either. He's not like Lamar Jackson, but uh. I
2: don't think Ted Bridgewater can. We need the Super Bowl on his own, but I he can take you to the playoffs. I think he's he can better get than you Jared to the playoffs. He did it with Minnesota that that the one year before he got hurt, and then when he got hurt, he just fucking went you know to the Jets. I think and then the Saints picked him up. But
0: a hundred percent better than Jared Goff. I don't I didn't like he's came out. it came across wrong. Like I'm not saying he's bad. He's
1: just not in the top two tiers. No, me. no, he's not. He's like in that he's like the eighteenth to twenty second best yeah, quarterback
2: he's, in football. He's middle of the He's middle of the road guy. You know? Yeah. Like that's what he is.
1: So speaking of elite quarterbacks. Top tier guys. One might be playing. One, one should be playing. Green Bay on the road, laying four and a half points, traveling to Baltimore, taking on those Ravens. And Lamar Jackson is questionable. Last I saw, um, I'll take Green Bay here. Uh, four and a half is a lot on the road with pretty good teams. With Baltimore, just. They don't cover games. They're terrible against the spread no matter who's at quarterback. Um I think Green Bay wins by by 6 or more. Billy.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I I really like Green Bay in this spot. I actually think they probably win this game by a couple touchdowns, but I also wouldn't be surprised if the spread gets up to 6 or 7 if Lamar gets uh gets ruled out. Yeah.
1: CJ
2: Yeah. um, Lamar has been so inconsistent. He's just been fucking he's a turnover machine right now. Like, it's insane. And uh, I don't know if Baltimore's cornerback situation has gotten any better than it was, what, two weeks ago when they were playing the Steelers. And the reason they went for two is because they didn't want to give the ball back to the Steelers because they didn't have any fucking cornerbacks. And uh, last I checked, Aaron Rodgers is better than Ben Roethlisberger at this point in time. And uh, you know, I'm I'm I pick I'm picking the Packers. Uh, I still honestly think Green Bay is where it's at in the NFC. Still think they go to the Super Bowl.
1: Another uh, nice divisional game here. I feel like I feel like this is a good week of football. Like a lot of pretty good games. There's a couple that you know gives a shit, but like it's a full slate. No one's on a bye week. There's 16 games. I feel like 12 of them are are watchable. Um, well, this one here is a divisional rivalry. Is the Seattle Seahawks lay in four points? Are traveling to Los Angeles. The rare week where both Los Angeles teams are home. They're taking on the Rams. Um, this game makes me nervous because Seattle's been playing better. Um, four points. Feel I like, feel like a lot of people are going to be all over the Rams here. Um, I think the Rams do win, but I think they win by three. I'll take Seattle getting four. Billy?
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I think everyone and their mother is going to be on the Rams. And uh, Vegas got killed this past weekend. So, thinking back on some of my picks, I'm probably going to have a terrible week because I've laid a lot of points.
3: Uh, this one, I'm going to take Seattle. And they probably get
1: fucking body bag because they are terrible. <laughs> well, we're in the same boat. CJ, who you got here? it's one of those it's,
2: it's the division game that fucks me up it fucked me up last week with the right you know last night with the Rams in Arizona and I talked myself out of picking the fucking Rams but Seattle has been playing well the past couple two three weeks was last night a turnaround game for the Rams that's that's the question because they run what a three game slide or a four game slide
1: about a week before. They were on a three-game slide, and they beat Jacksonville, and they beat Arizona. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I'm going to go with the Rams. Fuck it. My son would be proud of me.
1: <laughs>
2: but he ran off somewhere. I don't know where he went.
1: Speaking of, speaking of the game, actually, it's Billy's pick. Uh, But one of your other teams that your son will be proud of you for. This is a game right up your alley, CJ. So, Billy, you're up first, but it's the Saints getting 10.5 points at Tampa Bay. I mean,
0: I'm going to take Tampa just because I don't think New Orleans is going to be able to score. I could I could see a very low scoring game, which kind of hinders my point. You would think you would want to take the points, but I'm gonna. See, I I think we got a low scoring game. Tampa probably wins something like twenty four to twenty four to seven, twenty four to ten, something like that. CJ. Oh <laughs> well.
2: So. That I ever mention uh, that Simeon beat Brady? Did I ever say that? Ever? But I don't think Simeon's going to play this week. But he fucking should because he beat Brady. But it doesn't matter. Oh, Crab Legs, he ain't playing either, baby. He out for the year. lost his leg in this one the first goal round. Didn't make no difference to me though. They went down there and they still, you know, them Bucks, they went down there to the to the to the bayou, baby, and they lost that game. You heard me? So this 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 go around, we got that there, Taysom Tebow. He a he a godly man. He's a godly man there, you know what I mean? I think he went to BYU, so he'd be a Mormon, baby. That means he got a bunch of wives, right? So he a bit of a, whole oh, him and Urban Meyer be getting along real good, baby. You know what I'm saying? So down there in the bayou, baby, they going over there to Tampa. I think, you know, Taysom Tebow, he going to be sitting there. He going to be going, oh, my God, he's an awesome God, baby. He going to pull that prayer out like they did against them Steelers. When, when Timmy Tebow, you know, his cousin, was over there in that playoff game, praying down there, and they won that game. Like, it was, like, 21 to 15 or something like that. But it don't matter. We're going we gonna to go with the, with the, with the woo, that nation, baby. That's how that Ric Flair, uh, you know, he got them alligators on, baby. You know, give me two claps and Ric Flair, woo, woo, that, baby. You know what I'm saying? Go down there to the, to the bayou, baby. You watch this game. You're going to be real fucked up.
1: Uh, the only thing you didn't say that I was expecting to hear was that the Saints defense are going to keep them in this game. Um, the uh, Saints, it's Sunday night football. Ten and a half points. I mean, the Saints beat Tampa Bay the first time out. This game's going to go, like, I, I, to your point, Billy, I don't know how the Saints score, but, like, Tampa Bay will they just—they keep—they let teams hang around. They haven't really throttled anybody. They need to throttle the Saints. If they're going to beat them and beat them by ten. And because it's a divisional game, I think the Saints' defense has just given Tom Brady problems. What is it? He's a, the last two seasons they played him three times, and he just struggles against the Saints. I don't see it changing. But I think Tampa wins. I don't think they cover. I'll take the Saints getting ten and a half.
2: Here, here's the thing if 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 CJ Gardner-Johnson's playing in this game that's what's going to make the difference he's a, he's a perfect nickel back nickel corner you know like he pretty much roams everything but he's the one that gives them a lot of trouble like they shut down Mike Evans right Gronk didn't play in the first game but they shut down Mike Evans now if you can get a good pass rush on on Brady if if Davenport's plan uh Tayon pass and Yo has been playing really well for the Saints and, you know, Cam Jordan was on the COVID list. If he comes off of that, then Saints might win this fucking game just on their defense alone. You know, they can come down there and Demario Davis, who is a man of fucking God. It just, you know, he's a fucking wrecking crew, man. Like it it, it could be it, it could be tough for Tampa Bay.
1: When you said God, there it reminded me of uh, Dennis Quaid when he was Jerry Lee Lewis that movie. Great balls of fire. Gold. Anyway, we go to Monday night, wrap this fucking week up. Uh, Minnesota laying four on the road at Chicago. CJ, this is you going first.
2: Yeah, I don't fucking know who to take. Like you would assume it's going to be a close game because that's all Minnesota plays is close games, right? And the Bears put up 30 points on a fucking Packers defense. And Minnesota's defense is 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 not as good as Green Bay's defense. But you know, you feel the prime time Kirk Cousins in there,
3: right? I don't know, fuck
2: it. Give me uh give me the Vikings. We'll go we'll go with Valhalla all the way. Let's do it.
3: Yeah, I, I uh, long break Thursday to Monday
1: for the for the Vikings there. Um weird that both these teams get back to back prime time games with Thursday night football and Sunday Saturday it's Sunday night football and then you meet on Monday night the following week. Minnesota is playing for something. This feels like a game they choke away. It's just typical Minnesota. Like, just
2: go ahead and pick your favorite team already and get it over
1: with. Oh, I'm going to pick Minnesota. I think they win, but this feels like a game that everybody and their brothers on the Vikings, and they choke it away and they lose, and then how are the Vikings six and eight going to make the playoffs? And they'll come out next week, don't know who they play, and they fucking beat them, and they look like world beaters. Who knows, Minnesota, Minnesota fans. Have to be on the verge of like harming themselves because they are the most roller coaster team <laughs> this year. I'm gonna take the Vikings because they should beat the Bears. They're playing for something. The Bears aren't. Matt Nagy's just he knows he's getting fired and he's just having fun with every game. Give me the Vikings. It's gonna be a good one. This should be a good one.
3: Billy. No. no no it won't it won't be a good
0: one and this game comes down to one thing and that one thing like you just said is how much fun is Matt Nagy going to have other than that who gives up about this game give me Minnesota Minnesota
1: Well, that being said, the Bears probably fucking kill him by time It makes him want to flip my pick.
2: Well, I think if if Dalvin Cook is playing, you know, I I think, you know, he's one of the best running backs in the game. You know, I'd put him top three or four behind fucking Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor right now. He'd be with like, like Kamara,
1: you know, him and yeah, Dalvin Cook. They're all yeah, Dalvin Cooks. And Sal- Kamara, I
2: think, are like pretty close to being. The- Um, I think it's, you know, I think it's talking about the Minnesota fans, Calvin Ridley and themselves.
0: Oh, it's my terrible. God.
2: I, if you, like, you're so
0: just, bah like, you just, it's, you're, you're just so middle of the road, never anything. And then you, are like, this year, it's just fucking oh. Uh, and down, up, and down. Like, fucking hey man. Like, Mike Zimmer's gonna be gone. Kirk Cousins's gonna be gone.
2: I don't know if they get rid of Kirk Cousins. I can see Zimmer going. I don't know what Kirk Cousins' contract is, though. Because I think he's... I don't remember what the
1: fuck he signed for. A shit ton of money, but I don't know how many years it was. He has... An outstanding quarterback rating this year. Yeah. He, has, he hasn't played bad. You can't put
2: what they're like doing on him.
1: I think he's got like 26 touchdown passes to three interceptions. Oh, yeah. Like, he's very good. He just doesn't.
0: You clean If you clean house, somebody's not going to want to come in and inherit him.
1: Sure. He's just got this bad stigma about him that he's a terrible quarterback. But, I'm like, he's every year he's pretty I mean, he's not Aaron People Rodgers. Show up to his birthday party? Maybe if he if he invites me, I'll be there for sure. Fucking goddamn draft day, Jesus
2: Christ!
1: Uh, the
2: fuck was that kid Bo something or other? Fucking douchebag. Yeah, yeah. Oh Fucking shit. I said, I've I've never got that Last name like Callahan. The alcohol had to be flowing. <clears throat> Mainline that shit. Yep. All right. I wonder, I wonder if he's related to Tommy Callahan. I wonder if they sell auto parts now together. You know, like, who the fuck knows?
1: We're deep in this bitch, guys. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> we got points.
2: Oh,
3: deep.
1: I'm going to take 51. Billy, I assume you got 49 or 44, I mean? 44, yeah. DJ, what are you taking?
2: Well I wrote down fifty, but you took fifty-one.
1: Fucking give me fifty, I don't We can't tie. And Billy could tie forty seven. Yeah, what do we got for locks? This is gonna be a tough one for me. It is. Give me uh Tampa.
3: San Fran. Talking Indy and Cleveland.
1: Hey, man, you're going for the Saturday games. You just want to know or not? you they're going to yep, be. Got to know. Got to know. I do like Cleveland as well, but I don't know if I'm going to take them as a lock. They're they're on. They're in my like looking at seven or eight right now that I'm deciphering through. I
3: like Houston. I can't believe I'm taking a lock on that fucking game, but... I'll take Houston. I'll take Green Bay. I guess a... mm. I guess I'll take Cleveland. I don't fuck it.
1: I'll take it. I'll take Atlanta. Fuck it. <laughs> I was debating between Atlanta, New Orleans, Arizona, and fucking Buffalo, and all those just felt the same to me. Tough and then I don't, I don't remember. I, I was like, I was like oh, I'll take Miami. I always take them as a lock, and they come home, and they're like, oh, I got the fucking Jets. Can't take Miami. You right. Give me
2: Cleveland. Oh, that's four fucked. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me Casey. That, that is a loss. <laughs> give me, uh, give me Miami. There you go. And give me the Saints.
1: Yeah, there you go. I was looking at those two on the wrong side of one of them. Ah, Cleveland game was... Almost makes me want to put money on Vegas right now. Hammer Vegas. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? We're all on Cleveland. We all have them as a lock. Oh, shit. Ah, nothing, nothing can go wrong. It'll all be good. That's like uh, whenever you see the expert shows and they all pick the same team. And it's like, oh, fuck. Not
2: gonna go <laughs> end <very> well. Remember? <laughs> Did you remember the fucking the one year? I think it was Florida State Notre Dame. Fuck, we were. I was like 12 or 13, and I want to say it was the Florida State Notre Dame game. It could have been Miami and Notre Dame. But they used to come across the TV, and they would give you the fucking phone number to call. and You'd have these two assholes on there going, "Oh." Bet Blah, blah 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 you know pick this now blah 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 so, so we called they let us fucking pick a game at fucking 12 or 13 years old and then it showed up on the phone bill cause you know they charged the fucking phone bill right we didn't have any money <laughs> I don't even remember how it all played out to be honest with you but oh man
1: Yep. On, fucking. Those guys are still out there too, even with it being legalized. You, you hear the commercials all the time. If you want? an <laughs> absolute lock. Call right now. We'll give you my pick. <laughs> yeah, like Billy. Yep. Billy, you could. Do I'll that. show
0: you my monthly picks for five hundred dollars.
1: We were twelve and four last Shoot. week. We should fucking do that.
2: We <laughs> we should fucking do that. Just put some shit out there. I'll say some fucking wild it's shit. And we'll, we'll, just, we'll just fucking go with it. Go with fire. Go with I,
0: I got a 10-unit Super labor, Max water. Play.
1: <laughs> Super Max Play app. That's it right there. Super Max Play. Five-unit. Cash it in. And then they call, and it's like fucking Tampa Bay money line. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> like, minus 500.
2: Right. <laughs> that's the bad going on. Bye bye bye, Sell, sell, sell.
1: Alright. Well, that's a pod this yeah, week. Thanks for yeah, listening. You, you to call Campbell. this week
0: and they give you the Arizona Cardinals money line.
1: Yeah, exactly. Minus 690. The Jesus. <clears throat> You're like,
2: that doesn't sound bad.
1: Spend $690 to win 100 Fuck yeah! Why $69 not? to get you $10. Yeah.
0: <laughs> $69. Pay $100, pay 100 bucks for the pick. Bet, a, bet $690 all to win $100. Bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: It makes perfect sense. $800 right?
0: bucks for $100. Bucks. <laughs> right.
2: Get some of those crazy ass, drunk ass fucking Arizona people that are like, oh, oh
3: Cardinals!
1: Plus six ninety, fuck yeah. Hey. As long as you're in the black and not the red, it's all that matters. At the end of the day. Hope everyone has a good week out there with their gambling. Be smart. Be safe with your picks. Don't do anything stupid like take them for those of you who send me their pick every week. It is Lions Money Line. It is not recommended you've won once this year, please stop taking Lions' money line, and please don't do it this week. Please. Appreciate you for listening. We appreciate you sending your picks in. We'll catch you all later on down the trail. Dino's picks this week sent in afterwards are going to be the Chargers, plus three, Vegas, plus three, Indianapolis, minus two and a half, The Washington football team, plus 5. Buffalo Bills laying 10.5. Miami, minus 8.5. Dallas, minus 10.5. Tennessee, minus 1.5. Houston getting 3.5. Arizona, minus 13.5. San Francisco 49ers, minus 9.5. Cincinnati, plus 1.5. Green Bay, minus 4.5. The Los Angeles Rams, plus 4. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, minus minus 10.5, and and the Minnesota Vikings, minus 4.